Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. I'm Matt Myra. I'm Doris Freer. My sperm's real uh, dumb. I forget. <laughs> Your sperm's dumb. It's true. My eggs are old. That's also true. This is Matt and Doris' excellent adventure. Welcome, new listeners who've discovered us on the international tunes. That's what the I stands for. It does? No. Oh. It's like, <laughs> what? I never knew that. I mean, I think it's internet. Uh, because when the iMac came out, it was, uh, uh, you know, for browsing that web. The World Wide Web, the information <laughs> superhighway. Right, yeah. Um, wow. And they just kept the connotation. So Interesting. You know, I just say it's for international because that's what it means right. when you're talking about IHOP. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks iTunes for putting us in the featured module. We have a lot of new listeners and uh, we just want to say to them, what took you so long? Oh! 
Welcome. It's it's episode 19. Yeah. Come on, guys. We've been doing at this for nearly a decade. Minus nine and a half years. There you go. Hmm. (laughs) How's it going, honey? Uh, It's okay. A little tired, but we're going to plow through. Get a podcast out to the kids. We got up early this morning for Sunday. We got up early this morning. I have to get up extraordinarily early tomorrow. Although, when I told i went to a one-year-old's birthday party today and i was sort of like lamenting our morning to my friend yeah whose kid's birthday it was mm-hmm. and she's a single mom and she was like oh well i was up at four fifteen, <laughs> and i was yeah. like mm. okay yeah that that kind of put things in perspective yeah kids don't sleep no they're bad at it and then i felt like a jerk this is what we're in for you know if this we complain if Bo wakes us up before seven. If this podcast works, then we're not going to get a lot of sleep. That's true. Bo doesn't wake us up that much. No, I know, but when he does, we're like, "Oh my god, Bo woke us up before seven. It's like disaster. I mean, I feel like I get up and deal with the Bo. Okay, but you still complain about it. Mm, no. I don't. Yeah, you do. I don't. You're like, Bo woke me up so early. I don't think I've ever said... Well, no, that you time have. he woke us up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay, that was insane. That was a banana time. Yeah. So, but other than that, I mean, we're not here to talk about whether or not I complain about Bo waking us up. Oh, that's not what this podcast is about? Nope. That's oh. our other podcast, Matt and Dory's... Complain about Bo. Bogus Journey. Oh! Oh, good one. See? Yeah. We spell it Bo. B-E-A-U. I, I got that. And it's also in theme with our naming scheme. Because uh, that is the sequel to yeah, Bill and Bill Ted's, Ted's Excellent Adventure. I know. Is Bill and Ted's Bogus I, Journey. I, I know. So our dog I is named Bo. I saw them both in the theater. Our dog is named. I saw one of them in the theater. Our dog is named Bo. See what I did there? Wait, can you explain that whole thing again? I'm a genius. What I did was I took our I dog's name. So... You all might be wondering why we're at the doctor at 8.30 this morning. Mm, I think they probably have a good idea as yeah. to why we're at the doctor at 8.30 this morning. Uh, we started another cycle. We did. But that was not since... Is this the third podcast? Yes, since it is. the cycle has started? Yes, Guys, we have started a new cycle with our new doctor, and we're having a great time. Yeah, so after all of the, like brouhaha of whether wait no maybe we oh no i remember what it was i had gone in to see dr beck and she was like it's so weird that you didn't get your period and then we figure out that i had gotten my period and so then i thought she kind of guesstimated that i would get my period at the end of last week but then i ended up getting it on tuesday of this week of yeah of this past week like five days ago right so I went in on Wednesday on day two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were there. I was. You came with me. Uh-huh. Um, she had a look around. I took my blood. She had a look around. And I had the most follicles I've ever had on day two. Is that true? Yes. I feel like the first round you had a lot of follicles. I think I had nine. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And we sort of thought that was good. Yeah. And it was fine. How many follicles did you have this time? I had 14. Guys, that's five more than previous records. And because she had put me on estrogen, Mm -hmm. 
they were all roughly around the same size, Whoa. which is what she wanted. Yeah. They're all growing at a similar rate. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, this is what I wanted to happen. And they were all between, I want to say five and seven millimeters. The first day. The first day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she put me on 300 units of Folistim to start. So this is where... This is where your week takes a turn. This is where my week takes a turn. Um, so in like the weeks leading up to this, SEMA, I had had SEMA fill out this pre-authorization for medication, mm -hmm. even though... Even though when I called, my insurance was like, you don't need pre-authorization. But then I, I was like rooting around on the website and I found this form for pre-authorization for infertility drugs. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is just the kind of thing that they would be like, oh, sorry, you didn't fill out the pre-authorization form. And I'd be like, but but you said, and they'd be like, mm, sorry. So I was like, I better just have this filled out even if I don't really need it. Mm -hmm. So I had Seema fill it out. And then she was like, where should I order the meds from? And I was like, um, I don't know. Express scripts. And she was like, they don't have a specialty pharmacy. And I was like, Oh, okay. She's like, yeah, you should find that out so I can order your meds. And I was like, yeah, okay. But I kept putting it off because it was like, Oh, I got a call and then they're going to make me call all these other places. And I, I was just like, I'll do it later. And I didn't know when my period was coming. And then I was just like, Oh, I have till the end of the week. I'll just, call tomorrow and so on wednesday and then i was like maybe they'll, they'll just take my insurance at mdr i know they take insurance there like it maybe you know i'll just i'll just go there so i showed mdr is pharmacy in los angeles yeah mdr is the pharmacy um and i show up there and i'm like i'm like oh bright-eyed and bushy-tailed with my new insurance card i'm like here you go and they're like you your insurance won't let, like, we're not a authorized pharmacy for your insurance. You have to order through Express Scripts. And I was like, wait, but they don't have a specialty pharmacy. I'm like, who should, I, who, what? And then they were like, just call your insurance. So I went into the lobby and I called my insurance. And after like 10 minutes of them putting me on hold so they could figure this out, which weird. They were like, you have to call Freedom Fertility Pharmacy. It's a mail order pharmacy. They'll, they can overnight meds to you. I was like, all right. So I went back into MDR and I was like, okay, I just need, I'll just take a 300 unit Folistim pen for tonight and I'll get the rest of my meds tomorrow. And my friend Amy had told me, Amy, who was on the podcast with her wife, Anna, she had been like, oh, you like, don't you know about coupons for meds? And I was like, what coupons? And she's like, yeah, there's all these coupons like all over the internet for, for fertility meds. Mm. And I was like, there are. So at the counter at MDR, I was like, I'm going to find a Folistim coupon. And I found mm -hmm. a Folistim coupon and... I showed it to them. I was like, here, I found a coupon. And they're like, you have to print it out. And I was like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. But then the lady was like, if you email it to me, I can print it out. Okay. And I was like, oh. And so she printed it out. And so that was free. That dose was free. 
instead of costing like $250. Great coupon. Great coupon. She's like, you can only use this coupon once every 21 days. I was like, all right, noted. So then I call Freedom Fertility and they're like, yes, we can overnight drugs to you. And I'm like, great. And then I messed up again. What did you do? Well, I missed a couple calls from them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really realize it was them because it was like a 1-800 number. And I was like, oh, it's probably someone trying to like also, sell me a timeshare for the cruise. record, my wife does not have voicemail set up. No, I do. I have voicemail set up. You do? Yes. It's just sometimes full. but Sometimes. It's not full I've right now. I've never been able to leave you a message. Okay. And well, I'm married to you. You can call me right now and leave me a voicemail. Okay. And they left me a voicemail, but then I forgot to check it. Mm-hmm. And then they had said, you'll get a tracking number at nine o'clock tonight. And it wasn't until the next morning that I was like, oh, I didn't get a tracking number. Uh oh. And so then when they called again, I was like, oh, I know who this is. Okay. And it was Freedom Fertility. And they were like, okay, we can send you the meds for tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And I knew that I had almost enough Folliston for that night. And so I was like, okay, I can probably make this work. So I was like, all right, you can ship them to me for tomorrow. And they're like, great. And I was like, send them to my work, so I'll be sure to get them. And they're like, great. So Amy, again, uh, lent me 50 units of Folliston. I actually was only 25 short, but she, she had 50 left over, and I went over and picked it up from her and gave it to myself. Um, anyway, so then I get a tracking number, like, great. Oh, and all the, all the meds that they were sending me were $80 instead of like, that's very cheap. $1,500 to our normal route. Yeah. And Friday comes and I check the tracking number and at seven, like 29 AM, it was like at the destination facility and it said it was going to. It was scheduled to be delivered by 3 p.m. But you know how it usually updates and says out for delivery? Yeah. It never said that. Mm-hmm. And so I was sort of like, hmm. Well, sometimes they get on the truck, but they're not. They don't. They forget to check it in. So maybe that's what happened. But then like at 2.30, I was like, oh, this, this isn't getting delivered. Mm-hmm. So that's when I sort of started to panic. Because you needed them for 6 o'clock? Because I needed them for between 6 and 8. And I called FedEx and they were like, oh, uh, we changed the address on that. I was like, what? Like, I I felt like I was in the twilight zone talking to FedEx. Yeah. I often feel like that when I'm talking to FedEx. It was so weird. First, they told me that BuzzFeed wasn't where BuzzFeed is. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, but I'm, I'm like literally here right now. Like, (laughs) yeah. And they were like, oh, hmm. And then they were like, well, it hasn't been checked in since 730 this morning. And I was like, yes, I'm aware of that. And then they're like, uh, we'll call you back within two hours. I was like, oh, okay, but no, like that's, that's too long. And then finally I said that it was a life or death situation. Yeah. And well, it kind of potential is, life. I'm create. I'm trying to create life. Sure. Um, and they were like, all right, we'll call you back within half an hour. So I was like, okay. So they call and like each time they kept being like, it's probably on a truck. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, but they couldn't find it. And then the guy was like, I'm checking the warehouse. I think it's in the warehouse. And then he was like, it's not in the warehouse. And then they kept saying they were sending out an all points bulletin to their couriers, but no one was getting back to them. Uh-huh. And then I had to come home and walk Bo. Yeah. So I was home. And then I tweeted at them. And someone DM'd me and was like, it's on the truck for delivery between 4.15 and 4.45. And I was like, okay, great. And I was texting my sister and I was like, I don't know if I believe them. And she was like, why would they say that if that wasn't going to happen? I was like, I don't know. I just, I just don't believe them. And then 4.45 came and went and no sign of the package. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, uh, okay, now I'm really out of meds. And I don't know what to do. So I called Freedom Fertility and they, they at first were like, okay, we're going to call FedEx. Maybe the shipper will like, they'll give me more information because we're the shipper. And then they get back on the phone with me half an hour later and they're like, they're sending out an all points bulletin to the couriers. And I was like, okay, they just told you exactly what they told me. Right. If you're a FedEx employee or a driver. What happens when FedEx sends out an all-points bulletin? Let us know. It's funny you ask because I posted in the Facebook group about my saga. So people who are in the Facebook group got a little preview of this on Friday in real time, Mm -hmm. which is why you should join the Facebook group so you can experience things in real time with me. Um, (laughs) JK, Mm -hmm. LOL. Um, But someone responded in the comments and was like, like, I hate to hear this. I'm a FedEx driver. Yeah. And then he was like, let me see if I can help you. And I gave him my tracking number and they told him the same thing <laughs> that they'd been telling me all day. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're. Um, so Freedom Fertility was like, okay, we can messenger you I, your meds. Before we get into that. So you're telling, so you're giving, you've given up on. I realize this has been a on, very long story. You've given up on FedEx entirely. Yes. At that point. Yes. Fun advice that I will give to you and all listeners who might use FedEx. Um, Have them deliver to a FedEx location. Oh. It is the most direct route and the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. And the beauty of the FedEx locations, particularly in Los Angeles, the one on Wilshire and the one on Vine are Uh both 24 hours. Oh. So if you're getting a package uh, delivered during the day, you know you're going to be at work. That and you're not going to be able to pick it up till tip. 10 p.m. You have it delivered to a FedEx location, one of their retail locations, mm-hmm. and you get it whenever you feel like it. Um, it's great if you want to send a guitar there that you don't want your wife to see. If you want to send Wait, medica- if you want to send medications, you can send them there, pick them up. It's great. Do you have guitars hiding there? No. They're in the house. You guys, I'm sorry the story was so long, but I really just felt it like... It was a saga. And the saga's not over because... No, it's not you over. You talked to Pharmacy Town. I talked to Pharmacy Town. They were like, we can courier you, courier you meds from our like affiliate pharmacy in Corona, which is 55 miles from here. So far. Um, it's in another county. It's in Riverside County. Yeah. I know this because I looked up on the map because I was like, where's Corona? Um, and they said, we can, we're going to send Follistim to you tonight. And I was like, great. Okay. And they said they were going to call me. They didn't call Matt got home at like eight fifteen. 
I had canceled my plans because I was like, I got to sit at home and wait for whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. And which ended up being fine because I was so tired. I think like the all the stress of the day and calling FedEx a million times and just like really took a lot out of you. It took a lot out it of took me. Took a lot out of me too. And Matt was like, maybe they're just gonna show up and they're and they didn't call. And literally like two seconds later. I think two seconds later, our doorbell rang. It was about two seconds later. And it was the courier. After I said to you, well, if they're coming from Corona, it's a Friday night. So there's a lot of traffic and they probably aren't going to call. And they just showed up. It was like, it was, it was magic. Two seconds later, the doorbell rang and our (laughs) dog went berserk and then Dory had medication. Yeah, it was great. And so, oh my God. I like, listen, I've had FedEx. FedEx once lost a Gretsch country gentleman left-handed. With double mutes, which is a very hard guitar to find. Did they ever find it? We eventually found it. Where was it? In a cage in their warehouse that I had been to four times in where like they told Pacoima me they couldn't find it. Or whatever yeah. it is. Um, so Pacoima. It is That's in Pacoima. Pacoima. Right? That's where that Shins concert is, right? No, Pomona. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um. Anyway. Dory and I are going to the Shins concert in Pomona next week. If anyone's going to be there, say hello. So (laughs) then it was like a whole confusing thing because I was like, oh, I better get my my prescriptions for next week squared away Mm -hmm. so I don't go through this again. So then they sent this. Here's the other crazy part. Yeah. So Dory's like driving home from the doctor today. Dory's like, oh, well, I don't need that medication, so I should call them and tell them not to bring this medication. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why would you tell them not to bring you medication? Have it. They might fuck up the next day. Yeah. So this was this was the medication that was supposed to get to me on Friday. This was Menopure that I I was originally maybe going to start taking it today. Now I'm actually only taking it tomorrow. But it was supposed to be in the package that was supposed to get to me on Friday. So... Uh, the pharmacy was like, we usually only do one courtesy, like courier, but Mm -hmm. since this was such a disaster and they didn't bring you, like they could have just brought me the Menapure and the Ganarelix that was supposed to be in the FedEx package. They could have just brought that to me Friday night. You know what I mean? Who? The courier. The courier. But they only brought me Follistim. Right. Because they assumed that FedEx would eventually find a package and bring it to you. Yes. But now when you look at the tracking number on FedEx for the original package, it's like... Uh, there is no scheduled delivery date at this time. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to that guitar. <laughs> and it just says pending. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the only updates, it, like there has been no update since, uh, there has been no scan of it since uh, Friday at 7.30 a.m. Boy, it's a mystery. So if you see a package out there for Dory going to BuzzFeed, yeah, so, it's her medication. So I'm getting a FedEx, I'm supposed to get a FedEx package tomorrow. And I can't imagine the fall it's still good. No, none of that. None of those meds. Well, the Menapure and, and the Generalix should be fine because they, they don't have to be refrigerated. Yeah. Well, Menapure does only after you mix it. But um, yeah, the Falstim is not okay. Uh, but I should be getting a package from FedEx tomorrow delivered to the house, allegedly. I, again. And then another one on Tuesday. Tell them to take it to the fucking FedEx center on vine can i do that now i don't i I think it's too late has it left for delivery yet is it out for delivery no you can still do it really yeah should i call fedex FedEx after this do it on the website oh wow 
Anyway, so that was a whole saga, and I was like, I'm not supposed to be stressed. Yeah, that's exactly what she was doing. I'm so stressed. And, you know, it was like, I would say it was a lot my fault because I didn't get this squared away earlier like i should have man don't blame yourself but also if things work the way they're supposed to work yeah everything in reality been fine. And timing had worked out you would have been fine yeah so you can't really blame yourself i think there's a series of people we can blame <laughs> mostly fed for once none of them are me that's true um but tell everybody how your appointment went this morning oh so whew, that was a long story i need a sip of water it was only 21 minutes A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know uh, stripes on the top of it. it's like oh hey look at me i'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person they've got those too and they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff you know if for all you frill seekers out there folks all i'm saying is you heard me talk about bombas for years now i don't know why you haven't done anything about it get comfy this spring and give back with bombas Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. I'm sure someone has told longer stories on Nerdist. About a FedEx package? Maybe not. But potentially. 
Well, I hope. I haven't heard them all. I hope I kept everyone's attention. I think you did a great job. Thank you. Don't worry about it. So uh, this morning they saw 16 follicles. You hear that, everybody? They were all between seven and nine millimeters. And then they saw one more. She saw one more that was like a little slower. Yeah. It was like a six. A little peewee. Peewee Yeah, follicle. so she like didn't really count it. But 16 follicles. That's a lot of follicles. And she saw the triple lining. So she said that meant I was producing estrogen. Lining's good. Lining's good. Um, yeah, she was like. We can only get a sperm donation. We'd be in great shape. Well, you're, you've been taking your pills. Mm-hmm. You've cut down on the smoking. Mm-hmm. So hopefully things are kind of moving a little better down there. Who knows? Maybe you should just always have frozen peas on your balls. I was thinking I should just like wear just gym shorts all the time. Uh, yes. Well, I can't. Maybe. I can't like show up to work in gym shorts. Could you get like? Could you get like like MC Hammer pants, parachute mm, pants? No, I don't know if that would fly. And especially all week, it's freezing all week. I'm going to be on set all week. So Can it's you wear be... sweatpants? No, I'm not going to. I don't own sweatpants. How could I wear sweatpants? I could buy you some athleisure. No, thank you. I could you, buy honey. you like some Lululemon. Like... We're okay on that. <laughs> Fancy sweatpants. Thank you. But no. Um, but yeah. I, I, and? Uh, and what? What else happened today at the doctor's? What? We narrowly avoided Dr. Ringler. Oh, yeah, we did. He definitely saw us. He didn't say anything. I know. Of course he didn't say anything. He still doesn't care <laughs> about us. <laughs> oh, maybe you no, took it was this funny. harder than I it did. It was funny. It was funny to we me. We were going in to talk to Seema, who was in civilian clothes. Yep. And then I noticed, I had never noticed her uh, stiletto heel stapler before. Oh, I have always noticed that. Really? And I remarked upon it. She said, well, I'm Persian. This is also something I've known for a very long time. Well, I knew she was Persian, but I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I'd ever seen, really seen the stapler. Or if I had, I hadn't like processed that it was a stiletto heel Mm -hmm. stapler. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a going out stapler. It is. (laughs) She, she uses her going out stapler. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, I don't, uh, I'm trying to have a positive mental attitude while also being like, uh, like, we don't know that things are going to turn out better this time, but like, this is the best things have been at this point. Right. But, you know, you don't put all your uh, eggs in one basket, so. Correct. We and we, s- we still have another week. Like, yeah, we have plenty, plenty of things can go wrong. Plenty of things can go wrong. So. So I'm, I injected another 300 units of fall stim tonight, Yeah, which I learned, I, I'd never really known what the fall stim did, but apparently, um, it grows the eggs and the menopur matures the eggs. Hmm. It's a lot of, a lot of science happening in your body right yeah. now. Which is interesting because my first round I think I was on Menopure from the get-go. Yes, you were. And then the second round, I was not on Menopure from the get-go, but I think I started Menopure like today or yesterday appointment. Mm-hmm. I think I think Ringler had me in a day earlier. 
I don't know. No, maybe not. I can't remember. I don't know. Anyway. Right. Our current doctor prefers the Yale method. Again, <laughs> That's just whatever for the that means. endometrial receptivity test thing. I don't know. Um, she yeah. Does it, she does it her own way. So that's the update. Great update. And next week, I will either have just done my egg retrieval or I will be doing my egg retrieval the next morning. Yeah. I mean, guys, this is like prime podcast time for you. Stuff's happening. Stuff is happening. It's not just us reading emails. No. Like, stuff is really happening. How How are you feeling about how things are progressing? What do you... With the IVF? Like, this round. Uh, I just hope, you know, I hope my sperm morphology is okay. I hope all that stuff's working out. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like my balls are tight right now. Like, I feel like these pants are too tight now. You should take... Now that I'm thinking about it. Why do you it. take off those pants and put on gym shorts? Because I'm doing a podcast and... It's fine. It would take you two seconds. It would also not really affect anything right now. Fine. I'll tell you what. From now on, when I get home... Gym shorts. I'll go gym shorts. And, you know, I wouldn't hate it if you put some frozen vegetables on your balls. That's okay. I think they're okay. Really? Yeah. You don't think they're overheating? They're always overheating. That's not good. Honey. What? It's just like we don't need to have like a discussion about my balls right now and their temperature. We have discussions about my vagina all the time. We don't discuss your vagina. We discuss your uterus and ovaries. We can discuss my testicles separately. Okay, let's discuss your testicles. Oh, no. I it's would like worse you to, than balls. I would like you to put frozen vegetables on your testicles, please. Yeah, don't care for that. <laughs> let's hit the email bag. Are we done with discussing what's going on in our lives? What do you mean? What else is going on? I don't know. Is there anything else about uh, our cycle that we need to know? Um, you know, it was a big morning. We IVF at 8.30 in the morning, and then we drove to Woodland Hills to our accountant to do taxes. Yeah. You know, all the all these people in our lives are not conveniently located. It was the... I would call this my this is my most stressful day of the year every year yeah tax day and it was compounded with an ivf appointment yeah are you feeling any better now that it's done no because like i'm going on hiatus and then i'm not gonna have a job Mm. so it feels like you know how did you feel i start panicking Right. I'm already panicking. How did you feel about the fact that we had $45,000 in medical expenses last year? I felt uh, okay about it. thought we'd had more, but I forgot that we just did that other stuff in January. Mm. So it wasn't as high as I thought it would be. Really? Yeah. It seemed like so much money. I know. It well, is so much it money. It is. It was the first time and hopefully last time that I will be able, that we will be able to write off medical expenses. Knock on wood. I hope so. Knock on wood. Um, yeah. All right. Well. That's our update. That's our update, That's what's everyone. going on in the world of Matt and Dory. And now let's hit the emails. <laughs> do you want to do emails or do you want to do voicemails? I don't know. You tell me. Mm. You're the show producer. Let's do emails first okay um first uh, we got a couple emails people asking about um whether there's going to be a startup audiobook 
Right. And there's supposed to be. And there is. I, I double checked in um, at the end of last week. And apparently they found a narrator. And then I was like, I would like to hear this narrator. And I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I think it's like a professional audiobook reader. Will it be a lady or it's a, a lady. fella? It's a lady. They should flip back and forth. Why? Oh, for the different characters? Yes. For the narratives. Mm, interesting. Anyway. I hadn't thought about that. I did. That's Do you think I should suggest that? I produce audiobooks for no one but myself. <laughs> Guys, if you're new to the podcast, please leave a rating or a review on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. It does. Right now I'm reading Dory's bullet points of things you, we should do during you, the podcast. But am I doing it at the wrong time? Is that what you're saying? I was I was going to do that later. Oh, well, it's never too late to say, please join our Facebook group. <laughs> Facebook.com slash group slash excellent adventure. Excellent adventure on the Facebooks. Yep. You go to our website, doryandmatt.com, and check out all the fun content there, which is to say not a lot. If you'd like to donate to help us offset the $45,000 in medical expenses we incurred last year, please do so. And if you do, I'll eventually read your name out loud and tell you, based only on your name, what it is I think you do in life. Uh, also, start the audiobook. It's coming. Don't worry. Yep. That was a good, that was a good reading of my bullet points. That was a, our own little mid-roll. Oh, okay. You know? I'm into it. You're getting the business out of the way. Yep. Time for the mailbag. Yep, mailbag. This is Becky. Hi, Dory and Matt. You know, on Star Trek The Next Conversation, we play a little jingle that says, Hailing Frequencies Open. And Anyway. You think we should have a jingle? I think that if anyone wants to write us a jingle for the mailbag, by all means, please do. <laughs> we're open to jingles. <laughs> no, we're not. It's just more work. Oh. Well, actually, you could just play it off your computer. Yeah, it would be fun. So this is from Becky. She says, Hi, Dory and Matt. First of all, I don't know how I feel about this. It's called Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, and people keep throwing Dory up front. This is because our website is called Dory and Matt. <sighs> anyway, it's about branding, honey. Okay. I have a new wave oven. This is Becky, not me. I have a new wave oven, which we got from my husband's grandparents. This is in reference to last week's episode. I have a lot of questions about infomercial-type items and uh, if they work. There is no reason for anyone to buy this bulky novelty appliance. <laughs> and I say this as someone who loves novelty kitchen gadgets and appliances. <laughs> Good luck finding cabinet space for a, that giant dome and all the accessories and parts. I banished it to the attic. I will admit that my father-in-law made a pizza dough-based pig in a blanket in a new wave, and it was delicious. Ooh. I still vote useless, though, and I can't explain why multiple members of my husband's family are new wave owners. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than that important review, I wanted to thank you both for the podcast. I'm about to start IVF after months of tests that basically just told me that it is standard, uh, that it is the old, standard old eggs and dumb sperm scenario. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story in such an accessible, humorous, and open way. I feel extra connected to you guys. I also met my husband on Tinder, <gasps> and I also have a dog in need of a pet corrector. Oh, hmm. are you me? Glad my new wave hatred motivated me to write this email. <laughs> Dory, I have been a fan of your writing for years, and Aww. I'm looking forward to your book. Oh, thank you, Becky. Wishing you the best of luck. Thank you. Um, 
fact of the two of us, only one of us is an actual writer, and that is Dory. What? Uh, You're a writer. I write jokes. Uh, hi, Dory and Matt. This comes from uh, our good friend. Did we, Podrick and Aaron, did we not get to that last week? Or did we just discuss it in personal Wait, discussions? I forwarded it to you. Oh. But they sent that after we read their name out loud on right. last week's episode. And I've read this only because I've read, read it in real life. Correct. Whew, guys. Blowing your mind. A lot of stuff's going on. <laughs> oh, we read this in the waiting room of the IVF appointment oh, on Wednesday. yes, yes, yes. Hi, Dory Matt. I'm impressed with your pronouncing my husband Podrig's name. It's like Podrig. <laughs> Matt, we don't own a sheep farm, but his cousins do. Again, Podrig oh. was one of the uh, donors. Thank you again. Yes, to thank you. Aaron and Podrig. Uh, so I presuppose that they own a sheep farm. I was pretty close. Yeah, you weren't that far uh, off. I'm also pretty sure that I got his colors close, too. I was des- oh, I was describing yes, his, his tartan because I assumed he was Scottish. I, I thought he was Irish. No? I, I, I don't think so. Oh, he's Scottish. I don't see why you'd have a tartan if you were Irish. That's true. Good point. Uh, I wish we had a cobra in the barn, but it'll be mine. There's a Shelby cobra in their barn. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thank you so much for your podcast. It's really helping me get through all of this, especially when all of my friends are deciding to have kids and are pregnant almost immediately. Ugh, bastards. I'm so happy for them, but it's great to know there are people who are going through the same thing as us. I'm 37 and Padraig is 33. It's very close to us. Yeah. We are still going through initial tests to see if we can do fertility drugs, uh, IUI, or if we have to go straight IVF. Every Monday makes the week start off on a good foot because I can listen to your podcast and laugh because my husband and I have very similar personalities. Aww. So thank you so much for this. You are helping people more than I think you know. Oh. I pre-ordered your book, Dory. Thank you. Can't wait to read it. I wrote two myself. Oh. But I self-published. Okay. I wish you all the luck. Our best, Aaron and Padraig Curran. Aww. Uh, or Curran. Uh, look for Aaron's books. She self-published. They're out there somewhere. Yeah. This one's from Shelby. Whoa. Previously talked about Shelby Cobra. Oh, yeah. I know. It's crazy. Weird. First, I'll start like everyone else and say how much I love the podcast. My husband is a longtime Nerdist fan and told me about this show. At the time, we have been trying to start a family for almost two years. You two bring much-needed laughter to a tough process to go through. And your insights are refreshing, honest, and extremely appreciated. I also apologize ahead of time for possibly running a bit too long. So far, you've said everything right. I've just turned 31, and I'll admit, I was once one of those girls with a plan. Mm. I won't bore you with the whole timeline. But let's just say the baby carriage landed at about landed before 30 on my to-do list. I married my husband at 28, and with both of my grandparents being real-life baby factories, one Whoa. had seven, the other had nine, Whoa. I thought I'd for sure be up the sprout. What does that mean? Well ahead of my self-assigned deadline. What is up the spout? Mean? I don't know. It's in quotes, though. Oh, boy. Shelby... What is the etymology of that idiom? <laughs> you uh, might have it in that book you have. I guarantee you I have it in my book. I have many books. I like etymology, guys. I like to know where things come from. We pulled the goalie in January of 2015, four months after the wedding. 
Turns out, Mother Nature is not a huge fan of people making their own plans as she basically laughed at my timeline and started playing games with my reproductive mojo. There are no signs of fertility issues in either of us, but my cycles are crazy unpredictable. While we have not yet had to discuss IVF, we have been seeing a specialist for the better part of a year and doing round after round of pills and shots. We've had one positive pregnancy test. However, that ended a few weeks in. Mm. We were devastated, but we're hopeful that this is a sign of progress. Yeah. Both of you have such a calm demeanor, as you seem to remain very level-headed throughout the whole process. Oh, no, we spin out, but just not on the air. (laughs) Uh, Even though my treatment is, so far, only medicinal, I know how frustrating the waiting and the testing and the med cycles and the waiting and the negatives can be. Plus, did I mention the waiting? You did. She's a good writer. Yeah. How do you remain so positive? How do you do it? When I'm ready to tear my hair out after yet another delay of unsuccessful or unsuccessful attempt, and I hear your show again uh, and get your take on things, I instantly am reassured that it's all going to be okay, and I'm able to pull myself out of it. Thank you both for keeping it real and shedding some light on a topic that has such a bullshit stigma around it. Good luck from me and the hubby. We hope that you'll soon get that hard-earned positive. Love and baby dust. Shelby from Martinez, California. Oh, where's that? I don't know. Hmm. My guess is in California. Yeah. Nailed it. Cool. Shelby, thank you for your email. Yeah. Um, How do we stay so positive? I don't know. If you saw me the second before I hit record, I was not a very positive person. No, he was cranky McCranky pants. Oh, so cranky. I'm just really, guys, I'll let you know a little secret. I'm very tired and this podcast keeps me up late because I often have to do some stuff to the sound and get it out and I want to make sure it gets out because I know people look forward to it. But you... Uh, you're already done with Star Trek today. Star Trek's actually posted. I posted it, well, that, so I so wouldn't even have to think so about it. So you're already it. ahead of the game, because usually you have to do both podcasts on Sunday night. I'm, you know, what's funny about this is I, on Star Trek, the next conversation this week, which went out today, um, I talked about my daily Sunday schedule and how much I am just overwhelmed by it. Hmm. Two podcasts in a day, guys. It's not fun. Wait, did we answer her question? Her question was, how do we stay so positive? Yeah. I think I think the podcast helps. Helps us talk things out. Yeah. For sure. Totally. Um, I mean, I've... If we didn't have this podcast, I don't know what we'd... We, we wouldn't talk about it. Yeah. Ever. We'd, like, talk about it in the car on the way to and from. Yeah. But this, like, forces us to talk about it. And I guess if I could give any advice to you guys out there, it would be to talk about it. Yeah. With your significant other as much as you can. Also, you know, I appreciated that you called the other night when I was like freaking out. You were having a freak out. So I left the office and I called you. Yeah. Instead of just continuing to text. I appreciated that. Um, I think we should do a voicemail. Go for it. Okay. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, Matt and Dory. My name is Allison. I'm calling from Virginia. Um, I'm actually calling right now because I just went and picked up my trigger shot for my IUI treatment from the pharmacy, and it happened to be about $50 less than what the doctor told me it was going to be because I pestered my pharmacy and they ordered it for me. So I highly suggest that to anybody who is overwhelmed with the cost of medications, um, just to really check and see what your options are with your insurance um, because I didn't think this would be covered, and it was to an extent. Um, but I was just calling because um, I am going through some issues as well. Um, haven't quite gotten to the IVF part of it yet, um, but I'm pretty sure it's in our future doing IUI now. Um, but I just want to know, what do you find is the best things for your mental health in the process? I know, Dory, you've done acupuncture um, and some things like that, but just have a bad answer. for really – kind of helping your inner self get through this very long and very taxing process. You know, what is what is the best advice you can give for just how to deal with the copious, copious amounts of stress that come with infertility? Um, yeah, appreciate everything you guys do. Um, it's a really, really great podcast, and thanks. Mm. Thank you for taking the time to call us. On our phone number, which is something, 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 baby. 413-461-BABY. There you go. I'll never remember that. Nope. Um, what's your advice? So I have a couple pieces of advice, actually. Mm-hmm. One is acupuncture. Mm-hmm. One is therapy. Mm. Um, and one is keeping some kind of journal maybe a bullet journal, which is something that I started doing this year and I'd never successfully, I tried to do it last year and I kind of gave up on it. Um, you're busy writing a book. Yeah. But also there's all the, like, if you go on like Instagram or Pinterest, there's all these people who have really elaborate bullet journals and they basically like calligraphy and, and use art projects and stuff. And, um, Mine is not like that. I basically have taken a very bare bones approach to the bullet journal, but what it does is... What is is a sample of something that would go in a bullet journal? I'm about to get to that. Oh, sorry. I jumped it. So first of all, you can plan out your year in a big picture way, which is kind of nice as a planner. Um, And then you can do your month, but then every day, and this is what I find the most useful... Um, Every night you write down what you have scheduled for the next day and what you need to get done. And then you also write down on, on the day that just happened, you write down what happened that day and like anything that you kind of need to process. And then I added something um, that I write down every day, something that I'm grateful for. Mm. And I find like there have been a, there have been days where I'm just like, oh, I just had such a shitty day. I'm not grateful for anything. But then I'm like, I have to find something that I'm grateful for. 
and I find something. You can just keep writing Bo in there. I've written Bo a few times, and I've written Matt a few times, mm. and, you know, but I, I, I don't spend a ton of time on it every night, but I do it at night. I do it in bed, and um, it just kind of helps me process things, and then you can also kind of look back and be like, oh, I was doing that on that day, and... Um, and some people use it specifically for mental health. They write down like what their moods were and they keep track of things like in a very organized way. And I I just, like I said, I keep it pretty bare bones, but, um, I find that I, I do find that useful. Uh, you are always doing it. Yeah. You're consistent. I've, I've really tried to be consistent. There've been a couple of times I've just forgotten i think because i was really tired and i just like climbed into bed but for the most part i've been doing it since the new year so and i like to um play video games as a way to not think about anything Mm -hmm. i don't do it a ton because i'm not home in front of the tv a ton Mm -hmm. but that's that's always been my sort of escape mechanism when i can't drive to las vegas and mm. sit in front of a slot machine. I stay here and press buttons on a screen again. You know, right? I like buttons. Um, Wait, we we forgot. Shelby had a PS. Shelby had a PS and that we forgot to read. Guess what, Shelby? We're reading your PS. P.S. Your listeners may also be interested to learn that the Glow app that Dory uses also has a shared risk type feature called Glow First. I've been using the Glow app for years and wish I would have signed up for this feature when we first started trying. Couples contribute $50 per month for up to 10 months. Anyone in the pool has who has not conceived in that 10-month period will split the pot towards fertility treatment. Wow. Pretty sweet deal. That is cool. It's very cool. Shelby, thank you again. Um, and thank you for your voicemail. Yeah. Who's name? I'm forgetting your name. And you know what? It's okay. You remember it. Um, oh, but I did want to say, for listeners of the podcast. Her name was Allison. Allison, thank you. Yeah. Listeners of the podcast uh, who heard the uh, episode My Two Dads, which is uh, with Mark Kushner uh, and a very sick Chris Barley in the other room. Yeah, poor Chris. Uh they had their baby. Yay. After that long, long ordeal. And yeah. the baby, uh, we the bris was three days ago. Yep. Mazel tov to our dear friends, Mark and Chris. And we missed it because I was starting a round of IVF. Yep. And I said, and they said, take care of your baby first. They're the best. They are the best. Um, we are now going to read another email. This is from Julie. Hi, Julie. How much sleep do each of you normally get? I myself have a terrible habit of sleeping very little, four to five hours per night during the week, and then a lot, 10 hours on the weekend. I'm 44, single, and don't have any kids. Is this my sister? (laughs) No. How old is my sister? I think she's 41. Oh, all right. Also, I, the, the, her, her last name's not on there, but it's, her, not, Myra. it's not your sister. <laughs> uh, f- how, what? That's a great question. How much? Dory sleeps 
pretty reg. Eight to nine hours a night. She does. Well, I don't know how she does it, but she does. I prefer to get nine. I don't. I typically don't get a full nine, but if I get <laughs> nine, if I get less what than a waste of time. If I get less than seven, I'm pretty cranky. Yeah. Um, if I get between seven and a half and eight and a half, I'm usually pretty good. Um, I can, but I prefer nine. I can function on very little sleep. Um, but I honest, my honest probable average of sleep is probably six hours a night. I was going to say six for you. Yeah. I probably average about six hours a night. I usually get up by seven. Yeah. Um, so I'm usually asleep, asleep by one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. There was, there was a period when you were going to sleep really late. Um, when? When I was not working? Yeah. And I would stay up you till would, two or three in the morning? And then you would wake Sometimes up. Sometimes four. I know. You would get up at like 10. Well, that was... I would get up at 10? Yeah, you would that get up... I don't know. No, you would get up really late. That's insane. I know. That's an insane schedule. I know. and you But you couldn't get out of it because you were on this like... You couldn't fall asleep earlier. You would try to go to... If you tried to go to sleep earlier, you wouldn't be able to fall asleep. Right. I'd have crazy anxiety. Yeah. So... I was, mean, there have been nights where... I mean, I've had anxiety to keep me up till 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Many nights. It's not a great thing. No. But yeah, I probably average uh, six hours of sleep. I would love to sleep more. I would love eight hours of sleep. When I first met Dory, I would sleep... Uh, I'd be in bed by 10.30. Yeah. And I'd drink tea, and I would read, mm-hmm. and then I would go to sleep. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't watch television. No. Wouldn't play video games. Nope. I would just read, drink tea, go to sleep at 10.30. And then you got up at like 6 and worked out. And then I would get up at 6 o'clock in the morning and work out. Boy, what a time. <laughs> what a what a, what a me tricking you into marrying me situation that was. Uh, bounce uh, back to an email? Uh, well, you just read an email. Uh, it was a very quick one. It was. Julie. Okay. Go for it. I'll read one. Yeah. From Aaron. Uh, my name is Aaron and my wife is Leslie. We live in Brownsville, Texas, and we've recently, quote, gotten into, end quote, podcasts. <laughs> uh, I know it's a little late to the game, but I've caught up to the Nerdist. Wow. Lore, hello from the Magic Tavern, and I jumped over to your excellent adventure after Matt mentioned it on the Nerdist live show. I hope the guy with the cane is okay. He's doing fine. He's got 200 bucks in his pocket. Uh, If you want to know what I'm talking about, go listen to the Nerdist live show from SF Sketchfest. It's a good one. I listened to it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nathan Fillion's on it. Yeah. Good old Nate Fillion. If you like uh, your fireflies or your castles, have a listen. Uh, I watched Castle on a Plane a few times. Very enjoyable show. Yeah. Yeah, it was a real digestible program. Yep. And they shot at the Raleigh lot. Oh, they did? Very close. Oh. Wish I shot there. Yeah, me too. Leslie and I have been married for eight years, and we've been unable to have a baby. We originally waited one year before quote-unquote trying. I'm doing a lot of quote-unquoting. And we quickly learned that this would be a much more difficult process than we imagined. After the traumatizing experience of having my little guys tested... We learned that all was good on my end. Leslie was 33 years old, diabetic, and weighed over 250 pounds. And when she learned that she might never have a baby, it crushed her. Oh. The years since have had uh, their moments of up and down. A few months ago, Leslie and I started a podcast called So This Is Love. 
where we shared journal entries that Leslie kept while we were dating. I love that. It's something we can do together where we can spend time together and enjoy each other's company. And it's pretty much free after buying the mic and equipment. We just recorded episode 12, and I mentioned your podcast at the end as something good that I've been listening to. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you very much, Aaron. Uh, Leslie will be 40 this year. She's lost over 60 pounds since joining a CrossFit gym. That's fucking awesome. A year and a half ago, her blood sugar is so much better managed, and we're hopeful about trying to have babies again before more time passes. Neither of our insurances will cover IVF. Welcome to the club. And it's way too much money to even consider. Mm. That's true. Unless you want to go into deep credit card debt like the people you're listening to now. Uh, all that to say, your podcast is something that helps get me through the hard days, the days when all I can think about is the idea that I'll never be a father or that my wife will never be a mother. Mm. She'd be a great mom. So thank you for your courage, for your encouragement. Sincerely, Aaron G. Aaron. You're going to be great parents because it's very clear that you love each other and will also love your child. So keep at it. Good on her for going to CrossFit. I would go to CrossFit, but I'd probably blow out a vertebrae or something. (laughs) Um, And thank you for listening to the podcast. And guys, that's a great premise for a podcast, by the way. So this is love. So this is love is the name of the podcast. Check it out. I haven't listened to it, but... Sounds a good. Hell of a premise. Yeah. Uh, also, how cool that she like had journal entries from when they were dating. That is very cool. Um, Aaron, Leslie, you guys rock, and we will be thinking of you. And uh, enjoy Brownsville, Texas. Never yeah. been. Never been. It's a border town. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's hear another voicemail. Sure. Okay. Hi, Dorian. Matt. My name is Jason. Uh, I'm calling in direct response to reply to your anonymous listener in Michigan. Uh, A lot of what you guys said in your last podcast was pretty right on the money as far as some of the problems that, you know, exist between her and her husband. There's a lot of depression there. Uh, As someone who has a lot of experience with addicts, um, the bigger issue that, you know, I don't know if, you know, anyone would think about the fact that with the problem of, doing drugs and getting drunk and playing video games all the time. Um, You have an extremely selfish personality who most likely does not want a child as much as they want a playmate. Mm. Uh, This could Hmm. be a very dangerous combination later on down the road, especially if things don't work out and there is a child in the picture because this is a complete recipe for a deadbeat dad. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that. He's not saying anything we uh, weren't thinking. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Oh, Jason still has more? No. Jason's hanging up. Jason, what's happening to Jason's phone? Bye, uh, Jason. Jason, we get what you're saying. <sighs> Thank you. And you're saying the things that we didn't say. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I mean, if you go back and listen to that email, my heart goes out to her, and I hope he, her husband uh, gets better. Yeah. And I too. hope that... Um, that was two episodes ago? Yeah, just about. And I hope that uh, they realize that maybe now is not a great time to have kids. They should yeah. worry about themselves yeah. first. Sounds like all he's doing and is she, worrying about himself. I mean, you know, I actually, now that I hear his voicemail and we're talking about this again, she should go to Al-Anon. Mm. 
Because she's married to an addict. Yeah. And she should kind of figure out how to deal with that. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Let's see if Karen's got any better news. This is from Karen. Not my sister, Karen. Not there. your sister, Karen. No. Not my sister, Julie. Nope. Hey, Dory and Matt. Just a random podcast listener who stumbled onto the pod and I blazed through all the episodes in a week. I was just wondering how upfront you were in your thinking and in your conversation regarding fertility as you went about online slash app dating. Or just in general, how upfront you how upfront should one be regarding fertility concerns when meeting potential partners? Well, I mean read the rest of her email. Okay. <laughs> In society where everyone seems to be meeting people online, I never know how honest to be regarding long-term issues like fertility. I have an extremely rare and large ovarian cyst present at age 26. I'm talking watermelon sized. Wow. It's about 2 liters of liquid and tissue and I lost an instant 12 pounds upon its removal. Jeez. It led to the removal of one of my ovaries and fallopian tubes. And marked the beginning of some long-term conversations I've been having with all sorts of doctors regarding fertility options for my future. I never know where in a relationship I should introduce that information. I'm definitely not looking to make a baby with anyone right now. But at the same time, I never know when it's appropriate to fill in the person I'm seeing. Uh, Is there any non-awkward way to casually discuss fertility, or should I just add it directly to my Tinder bio and wait for matches to come pouring in? That's what just Karen, don't add it to your Tinder bio, Karen. That's a big no-no in the the world of Matt and Dory's Tinder guide to dating. Um, Which you can buy on Amazon. No, you can't actually buy it on Amazon. I think it'll naturally come up. Yeah. I don't think you force the issue. I don't think you... I definitely don't think you talk about it. It's not first date conversation, for sure. It's not casual dating conversation. No, it's real dating conversation. So wait till you're like seven dates in. Yeah. Well, I I was going to say even more. I I think when you've had the conversation about are we seeing other people, no. Like once once you are officially boyfriend and girlfriend... you're saying you'll get seven or more dates into something and you still might not have had that conversation? I'm just saying there are, Hang on. I think there are people in the world who might not have had that That's conversation. That's like seven weeks. You can't be dating someone for two months and then look and you then don't, have that you don't conversation. know what kids are doing these days. That's bananas. And I also don't think it needs to come up like right That's away. Two bananas today. I've said on this podcast <laughs> between bananas and oh boy. <sighs> it's really crazy. I don't know why I talk the way I do. I blame television. Um, Some great banana jokes in the episode of the Goldbergs that I wrote. You'll see it. Episode four twenty one. No, definitely don't put it on your Tinder profile. And, yeah, and, and and it's not something that you need to like preemptively tell people. Karen, here's my advice to you right now: slow your roll. Ooh, let it go. Okay, just slow. Just take it slow, Karen. Yeah, take it slower than a twelve pound cyst. Oh. Can we play another voicemail? Sure. Okay, great. (laughs) Karen, you're doing great. Don't worry about it. It'll come up eventually. Hi, Dorian, Matt. I um, just wanted to give you guys a call because I am uh, currently on my third round of using Clomid. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to my husband last night about um, what we would do if Clomid and... um, regular sex doesn't work for making a baby 
and he actually told me that he does not want to go the IVF route or adoption route. And I'm just wondering how you all keep the hope alive. How how do you not just give up during all this stressful and exhausting procedures? Hmm. Right. Thanks, guys. Uh, There's a lot there. There is a lot to unpack. Um, I am sort of, I, I go with the flow of things. Yeah. Like I just, I always expect the worst things to happen and then everything that happens that isn't the worst thing. I'm like, okay, that's our lot. That's what we're dealing with. Mm. So it's not really, you know, keeping hope alive or not having hope. It's sort of just having a quesera, sera, as Rosemary Clooney once sung. <laughs> no, sorry. Duh. Who was it? Who was it? Not Rosemary Clooney. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. D, D. Because of the D. Don't worry about it. Give give, give your advice while I remember. Dinah Shore? No. Dusty Springfield? No, no, no. <laughs> um, that's a tough one. And look, I don't, you know, I would never say like, Try to change your husband's mind, but also you don't know if the Clomid is going to work or not. Like, it's a little bit of a, like, cross that bridge when we get to it. Doris Day. Doris Day. Um, you know, you guys, if Clomid doesn't work, maybe you guys go to a doctor together and you kind of see what your options are. Um, so and why is he not into IVF? Is it the expense? I feel like that's really causing yeah. a lot of people some anguish. But also, what about IUI? Because you just said that you're doing Clomid and regular sex, but not IUI yet, which mm. could be, that's like an intermediate step. So you might want to talk to a doctor, maybe. I mean, it might also be like, demystifying it for your husband mm -hmm. like it could just seem very overwhelming to him the whole all of this could seem very overwhelming and maybe it's just kind of like giving it time and breaking it down and letting him process it mm -hmm. um but yeah in terms of how do we how do we keep a positive mental attitude uh, <laughs> i think it is like Learning how to roll with things is hard, but I'm trying to be better at it. Yeah. You got to roll with the punches. Yeah. And the punches come fast and furiously. They sure with, uh, do. This here um, process that we're yep. all going through or we're talking about here on the show. Yep. Uh, this is from Jill. Jill says, hello, Matt and Dory found your podcast through the episode of Gilmore Guys Matt was on. I knew very little about IVF, and I found your podcast quite fascinating. My husband and I have been trying to conceive for several months, and it's hard not to wonder if we'll be able to successfully try the natural way. I recognize every month uh, 
I'm sorry, I agonize every month, uh, waiting to see if my period will come, and I'm disappointed again and again. I can relate to Dory's thoughts of waiting to see if my... Of, sorry. <laughs> I can relate to Dory's thoughts of, is this a sign? Is that a sign of being pregnant? Uh, I do a lot of Googling, which usually... Stop. Stop Googling. Which usually leaves me more confused and worried that it won't happen for us. I only finished episode nine, so I'm looking forward to catching up to where you are now. Guess what, Jill? We're in the same boat. Uh, I am curious about your being pros at the 0% APR credit card balance transfer thing, though. We are working hard to get out of debt, student loans, credit cards, etc. I transferred one of mine to Chase Slate last year, but other... I have that. My other card is also through tra- Chase, and you can't transfer chase to chase any suggestions there you guys are awesome and i wish you the best and continue uh, as you continue your ivf journey you both have voices made for podcasting and i'm very much enjoying listening thanks to jill oh thanks jill um advice uh nerdwallet.com nerdwallet.com there it is it's a great personal finance site and they always have like these are the best zero percent balance transfer offers out there right now and then you can be like, do, 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 do. Now, I should also say the caveat being that you have to have pretty good credit to get these balance transfer offers right. to be approved for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have good credit, so I was able to get approved for them. And now Matt has good credit, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't have good credit, you're probably not going to get them. But it sounds like you do have good credit if you were able to get the Chase Slate one. Um, so I would, I would, I would go do that and find out. Which ones look good to you? We also, just talking out loud, we might need to pull the trigger on another 0% APR offer. Yeah. we got some transferring to do. Yeah, we do. we got some big bills coming due. Coming due. <sighs> My American Airlines 0% APR offer is up March 1st. Oh, with, boy. And we still have a few thousand dollars on oh, that. Oh, boy. And that is all money from IVF. Oh, it's sitting boy. Sitting on that card. Ay, 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 ay. How many more do we have time for? Um, listen, I think we can probably do one more. Okay. I don't know. How long was our last podcast? Uh, like 119, I think. That's a big podcast That was too long, us. I think. I think America loved it. You do? So many people listen to that That's one. That's true. Well, uh, we'll see if we keep them. <laughs> uh, which one I'd like to read, which might not be in here. The one you sent me this morning. Is that in here? Oh, the fret files? Yeah. Uh, no, it is not. But I can pull it up. Oh, oh you don't have to. No, you you rarely say that you want to well, read Well, I only, you know, you don't forward me everything. I just I, thought this was such a crazy way to find this podcast. It, it is. That I wanted to read one from John Nicholas. <sighs> and I'm... Sorry, but I, my eyes are not what they used to be. Uh, John writes, crossover listener here. <laughs> and what a crossover it is. Just found the podcast. Strangely, I'm not your target audience. Uh, although my wife and I did experience similar issues, first attempting to conceive, low sperm count, her old eggs, our daughter, 12 turning 21. Oh, boy. Girls, huh? <laughs> Uh, at the time of conception, I was 45. My wife was 38. 
It ended up we were able to have a child naturally, but it was a long process. Strangely, not as much fun as you'd think. More of a clinical experience. <laughs> My new hobby... Here we go, everyone. ...is building guitars. Oh, boy. So I found the Fret Files podcast about a year ago, and he was new to podcast at the time. If... If you've listened for a while, you've heard some of the silly questions I've asked. Oh, my God. This is great. John, I listened to your question about Fret Sprout. Oh, God. This is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) As much as I love Eric and Melissa's podcast and continue to be a faithful listener, it was really not helpful for building. That's true. It's more of like a, I have a dumb repair question. Can you answer it? Uh, So I went in search of a guitar builder's podcast, and I found the Luthierist. If you are interested in building guitars, uh, drinking on air, and being silly, it's a fun one. So, okay, I'll read the next paragraph. This is where it gets crazy, guys. <laughs> it was through the luthierist <laughs> that the nerdist was recommended. <laughs> now, the crazy part about this, this particular paragraph is, this email was sent to me by my wife as I came in the house from, where, where did I go? Was it to do the other podcast, or... I don't know. I had left the house in the morning, come back, and in the car, I was listening to The Luthierist. First time ever. Because Chelsea, who refinished my 62 Jaguar and has fixed my Martin, and she's my she's great. She's a wonderful luthier. Chelsea, if you, for those of you who don't know, luthier is a I was just term say, we should... used for guitar builders, uh, instrument makers. Uh, Chelsea was on this week's episode of The Luthierist. Oh, my God. So I was like, I'll check this out. And what's funny is, like, Chelsea texted me and was like, I got this guy, I met this guy at NAMM, which is a musician convention, a music builder, guitar manufacturer convention. Um, And he does The Luthierist podcast. And I've been trying to get Chelsea to do a podcast. And he's like, I, she's like, should I do it? I was like, I don't know. I haven't heard of that one. I've heard of the Fred Files, though. <laughs> Literal conversation I've had with her. Uh, so <sighs> it was through the Luthierist that the Nerdist was recommended. I went on a listening binge after the first listen. Dang, there are a bunch of back episodes. Of course, hearing how you grew up in Lowell, my wife grew up in Chelmsford, and played guitar, you became my favorite. Thanks, buddy. Aw. Uh, when we first got together, she would drive to New York on alternating weekends, and I drove to Massachusetts on the following weekends. Oh, my God. We did this for a while until we decided to move in together. We rented a place in Framingham, a.k.a. Angryham, uh, and ended up moving to New York after we got married. This is like, this is a bananas email. <laughs> Again, that's three bananas. <laughs> a week or so ago, I hunted down other podcasts you were a part of, downloaded excellent adventure along with talk salad and scrambled eggs imagine my surprise when in the introductory podcast you mentioned the fred files what then in the third you talked about it again so funny and shout it out for a crossover listener i just had to write this is the guy <laughs> this is the crossover one crossover listener, listener. <laughs> it's great listening to you to talk about this experience we've had friends go through it it can be a roller coaster with all the drugs Dory has to take. I wish you both the very best on your journey. A couple of pieces of advice. Okay. This is coming from John. I'm ready. John, who asks questions about Fret Sprout. I don't know what a Fret Sprout is. Oh, well, tune in to the Fret Files, guys. Uh, doubtful <laughs> that that will happen. I always put on the Fret Files and it's in the car, and Dory will say uh, something to the effect of, 
is there anything else we can listen to? <laughs> she doesn't get it. I just love it. Uh, a couple pieces of advice. Before you get pregnant, everybody who's been through it talks about all the things about babies. But once you're pregnant, the gloves come off. You'll hear the most horrific stories about pregnancy, deliveries, and everything in between. Just be forewarned. Even the most well-meaning people will say some of the most ridiculous, horrible stuff. The worst part is they start off all nice and smiles and then turns on the horror show. Oh, boy. The next is, as much as you'd like to think you have an influence on your children, you'll only get to guide them. Our daughter is into anime and all things Japanese. No sports. Uh, now, sorry. Now sports an anime haircut, which still has remnants of green dye in it. We have attended two Comic-Cons, one local to us in Poughkeepsie, and the other at the Javits Center. I've been to that one, New York Comic-Con. She cosplayed dressed for both. It was my first time at Comic-Con. What an experience. So instead of introducing our child to new things, we have done many. She has been introducing us to new experiences. If for some strange reason you decide to write back, please don't reveal any spoilers. I'm only on episode six. John, you're just going to fucking hear this, and it's going to blow your mind. P.S. On the fifth guitar body I cut out, the template was placed upside down, so it ended up being left-handed strap body. Wow, I completed all the routing and sold it to a very happy guy in Florida. That's pretty cool, John. John sounds like a great dad. John, thanks. John does sound like a good dad who will actually go to a Comic-Con and let his daughter get a com- get an anime haircut with green dye and in cosplay. it. And let her cosplay. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, John, thanks for writing in. So far, my favorite email. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, before we wrap up, we have some donors this week. Guys, here's some donors. I don't know the names before she says them. Nope. So let's find out um, what it is I think these people do based on their name. And first of all, before we say that, I should we should also say thank you very much to all of the donors for Absolutely. donating. It's very, Absolutely. very kind. Um, it goes to paying for things like folistin or thalidomide. What? No. Um, yeah, it keeps us going. And if you want to donate, you can go to DorianMatt.com and there's a donate tab. Uh, okay, ready? Yeah. Julie Schultz. Julie Schultz. That's the heir to the Schultz fortune. Oh. She, you know, she doesn't like love Snoopy, but... She's embraced it. She's learned to embrace it over time. That's fair. Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson. Uh, Chris, let me tell you about you. You <laughs> loved wearing rugby shirts. The 90s were the pinnacle of your fashion days. Ooh. You were like, I love a baggy rugby shirt. I'm going to wear this like, whoa. Hey, guys, you want to go see Hootie with me? They're playing at the, at the Deutsche Bank Classic. <laughs> That's a golf tournament. They wouldn't be playing there. No, they, they were playing at the Worcester Centrum. They're playing at the Centrum. They're playing at the Orpheum. Great Woods. Great Woods Center for the Performing Arts. <laughs> They're playing all over New England. Yeah, you, <laughs> literally just over Massachusetts. Uh, Chris, that's, you were in a frat, too. They were playing at the you Garden. You were in a frat. You were in a frat, too. Uh, Holly Pruitt. Holly Pruitt. Holly you have dreams of being the next great young adult novelist. And you know what? Follow those dreams. You have a great idea about um, Ghost Academy. It's, uh, 
it's uh you're writing you're writing a series of three young adult books and it's about young teens who become fresh ghosts and then end up at a ghost academy high school honey you should write that where all of the social structures of life are still going on and they're just trying to learn how to be good ghosts it's a great book holly uh lacy angelier lacy angelier yes a-n-g-e-l-i-e-r lacy angelier it is lacy you majored in psychology at a all-women's college and somehow wound up marrying a cop oh crazy right uh britney boucher britney boucher or bushy mm, probably boucher B-O-U-S-H-E-Y. Boucher. Boucher. Yeah. Yeah. What did I say it was probably? Anyway. Like David Allen Boucher. Yeah. Brittany Boucher, (laughs) you have, I'll tell you what, you drove in high school, you drove a 1997 Toyota Celica. I thought you were going to say Jeep Wrangler. Sorry. She drove a Celica. You know, David Allen Boucher, uh, I don't know if he still does, but he followed me on Twitter and I was like, oh my God, David Allen Boucher. Your life, your life goals were all complete. Magic 106.7. Do you think he still is on it? Bedtime Magic? Yes, guarantee you. I love Bedtime Magic. He's got such a silky smooth voice. I used to listen to it on my little Sony uh, mini stereo thing. Sure. In my bedroom. Okay. Angela Kazan. Angela Kazan. Yep. Angela, you are the boss. That's the answer in who's the boss. It's Angela. <laughs> Angela's the boss. Yeah. So, uh, David Soto. Uh, Dave Soto. Dave Soto, you recently took over your dad's Nissan dealership. Mm-hmm. Soto Nissan. Go down for a good deal. Sarah Reichenbach. Sarah Reichenbach, you have a recipe for sticky buns that you refuse to share with anyone. Oh, that's so mean. But it's a good recipe. Yeah, I kind of want some sticky buns now. Um, That's it. That's that's all of our donors. Guys, if you want me to read your name out loud, well, if you want Dory to read your name out loud, <laughs> I will repeat the name and then try to quickly make up the fact about you. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's fun for me. Um and hopefully for the listener to call us too at 413-461-BABY yes if or, you would like to get on the donations list all you have to do is go to our website doryandmatt.com doryandmatt.com click the donate tab yep and listen i'll do this for five dollars i'll i'll yeah, name some, your name. some of these people donated five dollars that's that's, yeah, that's great done. it's very kind of them like it's really a it's, dollar gets your name on I, I mean, think any any <laughs> any amount that people want to give us is really amazing. And also, if you don't feel like giving an amount, send us an email. Yeah. And I, we appreciate that, too. Yeah, we do. Dory and Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail. Either one of those works. Uh, check out the Fret Files. <laughs> check out the Lutherist. Check Lutherist. out Lutherist, uh, which I wonder if it's if he named it the Lutherist because of Nerdist. Oh. But then I was like, well, we probably did it because of The Economist. Um <laughs> And also, you know, we don't know how good it is, but again, we love the premise of the podcast, so please check out So This Is Us. 
Is that what it's called? I believe so, right? No, so this is love. Ah, so close. You were thinking of This Is Us, the I television show. I was thinking show. of the television show that was unnecessarily renewed for two full seasons. Uh, watch the product suffer. That's pessimistic. Wow. I gotta say, if I was renewed for two seasons of anything, I would get real lazy about things. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you, honey. That is me. I know. Uh, thank everybody for listening. Yeah, thanks everyone. Have a you wonderful. Know, oh, Bo was so quiet tonight. Bo was great today. He yeah. went to Runyon and then he got a lot of backyard time today. Uh, he's been asleep on the couch. Yeah, the which whole just time. goes to show we gotta give him more exercise. I guess so. <sighs> All right, everyone. Good night. Talk to you next week. Or good day, or good afternoon, or enjoy your work day or okay get off the treadmill you're done with the workout or okay um, bye bye everyone boy that guy on the bus right across from you right now is looking real weird bye okay okay bye this uber driver's being a jerk he wants to stop talking so many things could be happening to our listeners right now yes one of you is eating fritos no chicken mcnuggets right now what in a sauce? McDonald's Which by sauce? yourself. Which sauce? Sweet and sour. Okay. Uh, and if that's you, you know what to do. I just, <laughs> I just activated a McDonald's sleeper cell that will, that will now order all three of the new Big Macs. <laughs> Good job. Bye.